Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. Now, this might be, at least for today, the last Supreme Court episode. There's other things I wanted to talk about, but I also, you know, I have chores I have to get done around the house, too. So it's like, ugh, going back and forth. But anyway, for now, at least for today, this is likely to be the last Supreme Court story. There's been three uploads about it today from this channel. I have other things I want to talk about. So give me one second. We're definitely going to talk about this fucking smoke later. This shit is ridiculous. I'm going to go outside and get some more footage here in a minute. Because I'm going to make a little short 5-10 minute video about that. It is rough as hell over here. Now it's not like a weird color or anything. It's just a dark gray to like a very thick light gray. Depending on it. It looks like fog in the morning. But then you know. Here it comes at like 4 or 5 in the afternoon. The fog ain't moved. It's starting to look like fucking Silent Hill out, out here a little bit. I'm exaggerating slightly. But only slightly. Like I said, I'll get some more footage and you guys will see what I'm talking about. So if I sound a little off, again, just to reiterate, um, I'm back to work and haven't been uploading as much for a mixture of things. My throat hurts, I'm coughing, and I've just been working. So, speaking of working, Christian mailman who refused to work Sunday score Supreme Court win. Now, there's two stories here. And continuing with the Pride Month theme, Supreme Court rules in favor of Christian web design of Christian designer in gay wedding website case. Two more absolutely based wonderful takes from the Supreme Court. This one's from yesterday. The website one is from just about an hour and a half ago around this recording. So let's get into it. Christian mailman who refused to work Sunday score Supreme Court win by Priscilla de Gregory, June 29th. Check this out right here. And you'll see right here, right? United States Postal Service. This is the government mail. This is the government ran post office. I am concerned that the federal government. Am I surprised? No. Pardon me. Uh, sorry. Wouldn't be able to get to my uh, pause button in time. Anyway, so with these, right? With the with the government ran mail office, you would hope that it would at least run by the constitution at least to the point where it'd be like close sundays but no it's not and here's the thing i'm a little on the fence with that right it's the lord's day the you know on the eighth on the seventh day we all rest is more of a from what i've gathered perhaps if you have some reading material on it uh, correct me as far as i understand it's more of a the church itself kind of just assigned that as a day of rest too like in honor of the lord there's nothing necessarily biblically canon as i know about like the day of rest on sundays but it is something that has been observed for a thousand years ish vatican timeline ish you know it came from the vatican it was handed down and reformation type deal all way too much to get into but you know it is a religious practice so i would uh, i would have assumed you know plus you don't get mail on sundays right so i just assumed they were closed on sundays but apparently apparently not let's watch this man's story and we're standing in front of the Coryville Post Office where I started my career as a rural carrier associate in 2012. Uh, I spent a good part of my career here learning the different routes and... And so I was looking for a job like the post office that did not work on Sundays when I started in 2012. And it was a great way to make a living, a way to stay here in the local area with my family, to reconnect with them after being away for two years. And uh, 
I just really enjoyed the job from the very beginning. You get to be out in the countryside in the fresh air. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful place to live and work, and I just really enjoyed it and plan to make a career of it unless God called me back to the mission field somewhere. The good memories that I had while I was there, I do miss it. That's a shame. But, you know, God bless him, he won. It's good. Henry Bear speaks into unlocked, uh, wait, what? Hungry Bear. Oh, that's a thumbnail. Sorry. My bad. I was like, wait, what? A Christian postal worker who quit after he was given grief to, uh, for refusing to work Sundays had his discrimination lawsuit reinstated by the U.S. Supreme Court on Thursday. Gerald Groff, an evangelical Christian from Pennsylvania, sued USPCA, uh, USPS sorry, in 2019, claiming that he was forced to leave his job after he received warnings and suspensions for refusing to work on Sundays so he could observe the Sabbath. I'm retarded. But still, I... Uh, is there anything in the Bible that is that directly like tells humans to observe the Sabbath, or is that a tradition made from within the church? I I'm not arguing its validation as a religious thing. I'm just in my own personal curiosity. I have to look into that myself because I'm curious, right? I was just I always thought that it uh, like taking Sundays off had more to do with uh, church tradition as opposed to what's actually in scripture. There's a lot of things of that. But anyway, Groff, 45, alleged his agency discriminated against him by failing to prove his religious accom approve his religious accommodations to not be scheduled on Sundays. I kind of get how you feel, man. I talked about this in my old vaccine episode. I got my religious mandate got fucking chuckled up and out, out of my uh, HR's office. Different job I don't work at anymore by this point, but still, it's like, bitch. Anyway, the high court unanimously reinstated Groff's case, which was thrown out by a lower court, finding that workplace must give accommodations to religious workers unless the modifications cause substantial increased cost to the business. <coughs> but, I, yeah, I'm going to fact-check myself real quick, but I'm pretty certain... That this is a government agency. Yeah. It's a... It is a federal government agency. So, again, I'm kind of surprised that this was an issue to begin with. You would hope that at the bare minimum... We already know the government doesn't give a fuck about the Constitution or what's in it. Unless it's for political brownie points. There's a handful of people in office here or there. Who kind of stand out from the bunch a little bit. Rand Paul and whatnot. However. However. The United States Postal Service, USPS, also known as the Post Office, U.S. Mail, or Postal Service, is an independent agency of the executive branch of the United States federal government responsible for providing postal service in the U.S., including its insular areas and associate states. Yeah, so it's still a government-funded institute. Yeah, receives no... It relies on revenue from stamps and other services... Okay, so I guess there perhaps is more to this. Hmm. Anyway, I'll uh, I'll look into this a little bit more. Uh, this isn't really what this episode's about. 
I will read it then too. If I'm wrong, then I will say that I'm wrong. But I'm going to assume, based on like past experience with how articles like this are usually structured, I could be completely wrong. I'm not familiar with that, lib, but it's usually like uh, how NPR NPR doesn't receive funds directly from taxpayers. It's through a, an approved grant paid through by the government and an endowment. It's like, oh, okay. Well, where do these grants get their money from if they're granted from the government? Because government doesn't make money. So it's like a, there's some like strenuous hurdle they go through to try and like be like, it's not tax dollars, it's government dollars. Right. Issue there being obvious, right? But, all right, I'll look into this later. If I'm wrong, I'm absolutely down to be completely corrected. So let's get into it. Uh, no increased cost of business. The Supreme Court said that companies could no longer shrink, uh, shirk religious accommodations on a reading of case law that they only prove minimal uh, de minimis in the legal par uh, parlance. Negative efforts to business. Congrats, my man. Groff's case will be set sent back to federal appeals court which will rule on the merit of his suit based on the supreme court's clarification of this law groff began working for the quarryville pa post office in 2012 as a mailman and didn't have any issues avoiding work on sundays until 2017 when usps started delivering packages for amazon according to his federal lawsuit interesting is there an element of protesting Amazon here? Curious. Initially, Groff sought and received a transfer to a similar post office in Haltwood, PA, which had just seven employees and did not make Sunday deliveries of any kind. However, the Haltwood office began to process Amazon deliveries in March 2017 as well. A co-worker took Groff's schedule to Sunday shifts, until she was injured in December 2017, at which point Groff formally requested a religious accommodation according to his lawsuit. Got you. Okay. So even if this is all just to get the Sundays off, I'm still surprised that this was a rejected issue to begin with, right? Because it is just, it is, you know, in our constitution, you know, religious practices, you know, there's a lot of jobs that allow Muslim employees to go have their prayers like smoke break type deals and come back. So I just, I, I don't know. We allow uh, different forms of workplace religion-ish practices, you know. Some people can wear their cross, hijabs, whatever to work. But it's like actual practices like they can take extra breaks to do a prayer. And some, not all, because like, some workplace I'm familiar with do allow like the, you know, go pray, come back, whatever. So you would think that in a country where, you know, no rules on uh, religious practice or whatever, a government agency, which again, I gotta look into it closely, maybe I'm missing something here, or at least an agency started by the federal government, would observe other religious, you know, practices. But moving on. But the agency never gave him a formal response and kept scheduling him to work on the holy day. Groffs first received a written warning in June on June 6, 2017, then received a one-week suspension on January 16, 2018, and a two-week suspension on October 9, 2018. His suit said, quote, The discipline and threat of termination due to the Lord's Day observance caused Groff much anxiety and stress, claimed his suit, which sought 
unspecified damages, ultimately, Groff quit in 2019. Groff, uh, officials said Groff's absence created a tense environment and contributed to morale problems if it also meant that other carriers had to deliver more Sunday mail than they would, than otherwise would. Again, it's not a pro- it's more the concern is that it's a, again, just look into this. But to my understanding, we're going to just go forward with what my current understanding is until I correct myself, possibly later. It's a government-founded institute. You would think that it would go without without second thought that, yes, this is like a long-practiced tradition by the Catholic and other Christian churches that they have the Sabbath off and they don't work on Sundays. I mean, how even McDonald's sold a fucking little custom pineapple burger for sun, for people on Sundays. But... You know, like DHL and these other private companies, they don't have to necessarily... I don't think they should have to be forced to respect your religious holidays. If you can't work that day, then they should be like, look, we need you to work this day. If you can't work this day, I'm really sorry. Because it's work. You know, I understand. Some people are going to disagree with me in the comments, but oh well. It's just this is a federal-ish, like adjacent institute. I am kind of flabbergasted by this being an issue to begin with. Anyway, claims a suit which sought unspecified damages ultimately... Groff quit in 2019. Officials said Groff's absence created a tense environment, contributed to morale problems. It also meant... So are you saying this guy was such a vital role that his presence made everyone so much happier that when he had to leave because of uh, these issues, it was a big, big problem or what? This is a weird counterclaim. It also meant other carriers had to deliver more Sunday mail than they would otherwise. Groff said he was grateful for the ruling, adding, quote, I hope this decision allows others to be able to maintain their convictions without living in fear of losing their jobs because of what they believe. Quote, the Supreme Court's uh, decision today means employers will have to take seriously their obligation to adjust workplace rules and policies, including schedules, so that workers have faith commitments that are not excluded from the workplace. Groff's lawyer, Alan Renak, uh, said in a statement, quote, It is a huge victory for equal employment opportunity for those of every faith. Fair. In a statement to the U.S. Postal Service, in a statement, the U.S. Postal Service said, quote, We believe the lower court will conclude that providing... Did that go to voicemail? Anyway lower court will conclude that providing a requested accommodation here would impose a substantial burden to the Postal Service. We are confident that the Postal Service will again prevail when the case is remanded. Well, we'll see how it turns out. The case is the latest religious uh, confrontation the High Court has been asked to be a referee in. Last year, the court split 6-3 along ideological lines, referring a uh, ruling for a Washington State public high school football coach who wanted to pray on the field after games. Yeah, well, the people in the... Uh, there's a lot to that. It was a long time since we've talked about that. The coach prayed, some of the students joined in, and then more and more students joined in and prayed with him. And then other people who attended the games were weirded out and made complaints and got the coach fired in the... Even the team, like, <clears throat> the football players themselves threw a fit about the coach getting fired. So that, that, there was a lot more to that than just that. 
the other religious cases have drawn wild agreement among the justices, such as upholding cross-shaped monuments on public grounds. And, well, yeah, I mean, they also approve satanic monuments on grounds. If it's public grounds, it's tax-funded. We don't discriminate based on religion here. We, yes. The hell, dude, there's a confusing-ass church right in town. It's like half synagogue, half, uh, like, uh, Pentecostal. It's weird. They got, it, it's a really weird hybrid church. And they're, you know, they're not as uncommon as I thought they were. I've seen them in other states, but it's still kind of like a... Y'all get along pretty well over there? Okay, yeah, cool. Other uh, other religious cases have drawn wide uh, uh, and ruling that Boston had violated the free speech rights of a conservative activist when it refused a request to fly the Christian flag on a city hall flagpole. Again, based. Where do they want to fly a satanic flag? There? Again, it's government funded. Sure. Unless the flagpole runs out of space, you know, whatever. In the latest case, a federal law, Title... Ah, Roman numerals. Fuck me. Is that Title Seven Of the Civil Rights Act of uh, 1964. Yep. Requires employers to accommodate employees' religious practices. Give me one second here. Title Seven. Got it. Of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Requires employer employers... To accommodate employees' religious practices, unless doing so would be an undue hardship for the business. But a 1977 Supreme Court case, Trans World Airlines versus Hardinson, says in part that employees can deny religious accommodations to employees when they impose more than a de minimis cost on the business. During arguments in the case in April, the Biden administration's top Supreme Court lawyer. Uh, solicitor Gerald Elizabeth Prologler, Prologler, yeah, who was re, uh, ow, representing the post office, told the justices that the Hardinson case as a whole would actually require an employer who wants to deny an accommodation to show more. But Justice Samuel Lito wrote in a majority opinion that while some lower courts have understood Hardinson the way the Biden administration suggested, other courts incorrectly launched, uh, latched on to the de minimis language as a governing standard. Quote, this, in this case, both parties agree that the de minimis test is not right here, but they differ slightly, damn it, they differ slightly in the alternative language they prefer. We think it is enough to say that an employer must show what the burden granted by an accommodation would result in a substantial increase to cost in the relation to the conduct of this particular business, Alito wrote. The Biden administration has said that requests for religious accommodations come up most often when employees seek scheduled changes like the Sabbath off or midday prayer breaks for or exemptions for a company dress code or grooming policies. They also come up when an employee wants to display a religious symbol at the workplace. Again, I've never... I've worn crosses at different workplaces. I've started wearing a cross again. But, uh... I've never ran into that being a problem. I also think, unfortunately, a lot of that has to do with a lot of people who just wear crosses as, like, fashion jewelry now. So the social significance of wearing one is, is greatly diminished, which I'm, I mean, I'm kind of fine with. But at the same time, there is a bit of a, a, a sadness to it. 
But again, his jobs in the workplace and stuff like that. I've never seen people actually have problems with that. Now let's check this out. DJ1718 says, The First Amendment matters. Well done, U.S. Supreme Court. Based. Uh, Trima, 9-0. Nice. Gives a constitutional conservative hope. Alright. What's the end game? Simple. Just, an, just identify as Gen Z. You get Friday through Monday off. Uh, I can't actually argue with that. But then again, I do uh, like gig economy, so I, whatever shift I can work in a day, I work in a day. So if I can work like two shifts, three shifts, depending on what the workplace is, I'll do that. But let's hop over here. Supreme Court rules in favor of Christian designer in gay wedding website case by Zach Steinfield. And this is from the 30th. So it's the day published at 10 a.m. We've got some breaking news this morning. The Supreme Court has... What the hell? We've got some breaking news this morning. The Supreme Court has struck down race-based admissions policies in colleges as unconstitutional. The court ruled against Harvard University and the University of North Carolina in two cases brought by the group Students for Fair Admissions, which have argued that the school's affirmative action policies discriminate against white and Asian American applicants. The rulings broke down along partisan lines with Justices Thomas Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, Coney Barrett voting to strike down affirmative action. And the, the, it's a six to three decision. The liberal justices Kagan, Sotomayor, and Ketanji Brown-Jackson dissenting. Brown-Jackson, who is a double uh, Harvard graduate and former member of the university's board of overseers, uh, rec actually recused herself from that case. Hmm. Wait a second. How do I... Oh, I can't go back. This John Roberts wrote in his opinion that universities have long, quote, concluded wrongly that the touchstone of an individual's identity is not challenges bested, skills built, or lessons learned, but the color of their skin. Our constitutional history does not tolerate that choice. In dissent, Just Justice Sotomayor said the decision rolls back decades of precedent and momentous progress. I honestly wish... Clarence Thomas was Chief Justice, but oh well, you know, moving on. Oh, here it is. I don't know why I couldn't just watch that. Really? The Supreme Court has struck down President Joe Biden's student relief plan, sealing go. the fate of more than 40 million borrowers. In a six to three vote, justices ruled that Biden exceeded his authority by pledging to forgive upwards of 50 billion, sorry, upwards of $400 billion of federal student loan debt. Justice Roberts authored the majority opinion, writing, quote, the secretary asserts that the HEROES Act grants him the authority to cancel $430 billion of student loan principal. It does not. We hold today that the act allows the secretary to waive or modify existing statutory or regulatory provisions applicable to financial assistance programs under the Education Act, not to rewrite that statute from the ground up. Justice Elena Kagan wrote the dissenting opinion, writing for herself and fellow liberal justices Sonia Sotomayor and Kentanji Brown Jackson. She slammed the majority for its exceeding for exceeding its proper limited role. Interesting. Former President oh, Trump in Florida. Okay, moving on. <clears throat> Supreme Court ruled Friday that Colorado cannot require an evangelical Christian web designer to provide same-sex wedding websites. I wonder if that bakery case will be brought back up. And if so, I hope that guy who was forced to bake those gay wedding cakes sues the city 
out the ass. The court found that the state's anti-discrimination law violates Lori Smith's free speech rights under the First Amendment. Bam! By demanding that she create same-sex websites if she wants to do so for... Uh, let me reread this real quick. First Amendment by demanding that she create same-sex websites if she wants to do so for the opposite sex union. Smith argued that the requirement violates her religious beliefs. The decision narrow, uh, narrows state's ability to apply public accommodation laws to artists dealing with a significant blow to the LGBTQ advocates. Justice Neil Gorsuch authority authored the majority opinion writing for himself... In the court's five other conservative justices, quote, but as this court has long held the opportunity to think for ourselves and to express those thoughts freely is among our most cherished liberties and part of what keeps our republic strong, Gorsuch wrote, quote, of course, abiding the Constitution's commitment to the free uh, to the freedom of speech means all of us will encounter ideas we consider unattractive. The court's three liberal justices, Sonia Sotomayor, Alina Keegan, and Kanjita Brown-Jackson, dissented. Oh, did they? Well, quote, Today the court, for the first time in history, grants a business open, <laughs> open to the public a constitutional right to refuse service to members of a protected class, Sonia Sotomayor wrote. It's again. This is not a, a public. This is not like like a, a tax funded institution. This is a private company where you're asking for someone's time and consideration to make you a custom item. I have custom shirts I want to make and raffle off to you guys. Like like do like uh like I've thought about it and they're like custom shirts. And but the jokes are too edgy. I get told by Amazon and Etsy custom people all the time like we're not doing this 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 is disgusting you don't want this i found a couple that will do it and you know i got the items in my shopping cart waiting to pull the trigger they shouldn't be no one should be forced to make my merch just as i shouldn't be forced to make anyone else's fucking merch it's bullshit there is not a single topic on this planet or like in this country sorry where the same argument applies where it's like you have to do this for someone against your will it's bullshit and, you know, it is what it is. Quote, today, the court, for the first time in its history, grants a business open a constitutional right to... Again, yeah, it's freedom of speech. You go in, hey, I want a gay pride cake. And by the way, why do you, why would a gay couple... If I went to a bakery... Let me ask you a question. If I went to a bakery and I felt like the person discriminated against me by not baking my cake, why would I force the law to make this person who I think has an issue with me bake something I plan on eating? It seems like a really bad idea. It's like how Alexander the Great was invited to a game of chess and wine with his enemy. Gee, I wonder how that interaction turned out. Was the wine good? I'm asking for a friend. Named Augustus. Anyway, as Colorado and other states in recent years added LGBTQ plus protections... To their anti-discrimination laws, various wedding service providers have filed court challenges asserting violations for their First Amendment rights. The disputes have left judges grappling with how far states can go in regulating businesses. 
conduct before they are unconstitutionally interfering with artists' religious beliefs or compel their speech. Smith, a graphic designer, wanted to expand her web designing company, 303 Creative LLC, to provide wedding, uh, wedding websites. But she didn't want to create a website for a same for the same sex marriage for same sex marriages, believing it would be a violation of her religious beliefs as a Christian. She also wanted to post a message on her company's website, indicating a view, indicating that view. But Colorado's public accommodation law prohibited businesses that serve the public from <clears throat> discriminating on protected characteristics, including sexual orientation. Five years ago, the Supreme Court took a similar challenge to Colorado's law from Jack Phillips, who owns a cake shop a few miles away from Smith. Colorado's civil rights commissioner had sued him for refusing to make a custom wedding cake for a gay couple. The justice ultimately sided with Phillips. Oh, okay, so they did rehear that case. I don't know how I missed that. All right. Leaving the question, uh, sided with Phillips on narrow grounds, leaving the question of whether the public accommodations law violates First Amendment on unresolved okay okay before her planned expansion smith sued a group of colorado officials smith argued enforcing the law against her would violate her constitutional rights to free speech and free express uh, free exercise of religion the lower court sided with colorado the justice agreed to hear smith's appeal but the courts limited its interventions to only consider her free speech arguments. 20 Republican state attorney generals, roughly 60 Republican members of Congress, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and other and various other religious groups wrote briefs backing Smith before the high court. The Biden administration backed Colorado and participated in an oral argument, urging the justices to let the lower ruling stand. The request was supported by the American Civil Liberties Union the Human Rights Campaign, the LGBTQ advocacy groups, and 137 members of Congress, 21 state attorney generals, and the American Bar Association. Well, didn't really seem to work out for any of them in the end. Now, did it? But, that is too... Whoa! We've got some breaking news. Hold on. Anyway. Oof. But... These are two extremely good rulings, and I and I can't help. I mentioned this before, but I'm kind of amused that Roe v. Wade and all these pro-Christian and free speech and freedom to exercise religion uh, policies are getting done. Ironically, not under the Trump administration, but under the Biden administration. So unwittingly, so willingly, Trump was able to get a little less done. Whereas unwittingly, more good stuff on the freedom of speech and religious grounds got done because of Joe Biden's overreaching. One president's underreaching made him underachieve, while one president's overreaching caused him to fly way too close to the sun and burn up in his dementia-fueled haze. There's a fucking humor to that. But that being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. This is a day of celebration, and I will talk to you guys later.
put it on 4chan, which is some sort of website that's basically not very moderated. And it's kind of the website of last resort for people who want to get information out there but can't because everything is so completely censored at this point. So even on 4chan, the moderators quickly took these links down, but Internet users are already seeding the contents of the backups on torrent sites. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison, and I mean, anyone surprised? I'm sorry, is anyone shocked? But here's the thing. There was some punishment. I, hold on, this isn't the fucking, well, but it least, hear me out. The best thing, silver lining, right? I'm here to peddle the hopium, the copium, whatever you want. I'm your guy, you know. What are you buying? So, it confirms, because he pled guilty. He took a plea deal, right? Hunter Biden won't be charged with any money laundering, bribery, or trafficking after a slap-on-the-wrist plea deal. Which, look, this is more fodder for your arguments. Now, sure, but he's, he's not behind bars fine look same thing i'm going to pedal to the people who are like but the 2020 election look i I sympathize i understand it i get your righteous indignation but folks this is ammunition now focus on it as such oh yeah well if he didn't do it why did he take a plea deal well you well look it was a no what it's biden's doj look bare minimum we didn't get what we wanted but homie's guilty of something it's something to add to the pile. The laptop. Well, they said the laptop wasn't real, but look at that now. Even CNN. Well, the laptop's not. Okay, yeah, well, why is CNN, MSNBC, every one of these mainstream outlets are the people who are still trying to cope and seethe about the fucking laptop not being real? Read and depend on it. It's like, oh, well, here's the thing. Laptop's real according to the very outlets that you cope and depend on. I don't understand people's loyalty as I read mostly uh, New York Post. But look, to my credit, I do read articles from other outlets. On the show, nonetheless. It's just lately, when it comes to covering the Bidens, you know, the New York Post was on top of it when it came to the laptop story. So, I'm going to stick to the New York Post when it comes to kind of reporting. I fact-check them. I get on their case all the fucking time. Well, maybe it doesn't make... Sorry if there's a cut in the audio. But it doesn't make any... You know, if you're not behind bars, what's the point of you talking about it? Bullying purposes obviously homie look well i'm voting for biden 2024 because you know fuck everyone else and like i said before i have no particular loyalties here i have certain choices already pre-made like if DeSantis is the nominee for 2024 i'm going to fucking vote robert Kennedy jr why i don't think there's anyone else that's really going to try and break down the three-letter corporations that run our country Oh, I mean, agencies of government, not corporations, because they totally don't fucking operate. Those giant, corrupt corporations. But, all that beside the point. Fine, vote for whoever you want. I just couldn't vote for a, you know, trafficker. Well, he's up. You know, I couldn't vote for a guy who has Pornhub videos he sent between him and his dad. Just seems a little too weird. Well, he did... Just keep saying shit. Shit that's confirmed through the laptop, through these various court cases through different news outlets and maybe like go fine you want me to quit picking on you you want me to quit talking about it prove me wrong make them do the fucking research to counter your arguments that's really what you have to fucking do it's a uh a peaceful twisting of the arm if you will 
Or it's like, oh yeah, Pedo Pete, man. I couldn't vote for Pedo. Quit calling him that. <laughs> no, his fucking son calls him Pedo Pete. I don't need to fucking stop calling him Pedo Pete. No, his son doesn't. Yeah, he does. You prove me wrong. Oh yeah, no, I don't know, man. You can say what you want about Melania Trump, but at least, you know, at least we don't have a lot of videos of her getting completely railed by a bunch of uh, like Russian and Ukrainian prostitutes and escorts. Hey, man, you can say what you want about Don Jr., man, but, uh, hey, at least we don't have any videos of him, getting, of him railing and doing lines of coke off these, uh, mail-order and online back-order prostitutes. Well, that never ha Fact-check me. Go ahead. Make them do the fucking work. And then mock them when they come around to it. Now, to be honest, depending on what their attitude is, if they come back and they're like, well, you know, I just looked it up, man, and you're wrong about, like, if they do the fucking, like, hyper-focused, hyper-fucking, like, oh, but you know, you you said it was a Tuesday, and it was actually, like, a Monday, when it's, like, you're right. A hundred percent of everything they said was wrong, but they're going to focus on the 0.1% of what you said that was wrong. Fine. Fuck them. They're seething and coping. Pick on them. Like, I don't care, man. President's still called Pedo Pete. I don't care, man. X, Y, and Z still there. Make them rage. Let them be mad. Or they come at you like, oh, I had no idea, man. I just looked it up. Be like, oh, it's cool, man. Hey, do you want... Like, where were you getting your information, if I can ask? Like, it, it depending on how they come back at you. But for the meantime, dude, it's fodder. Use it for what it is. People are perpetually fucking blackpilling out there. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you guys? GOP and Dems. Like, look, I can give both sides enough ammunition to keep them a little bit optimistic, for fuck's sake. Anyway, Hunter Biden won't be charged with money laundering, bribery, or trafficking after slap on the wrist plea deal by Josh Christensen. June 20th, 2023, and it has been updated. A little video here. So here is the breaking news regarding the president's son, Hunter. Hunter Biden apparently has reached a tentative deal with federal prosecutors to plead guilty to two minor tax crimes and admit to the facts of a gun charge under terms that would likely keep him out of jail. That's according to the Washington Post and court papers that have been filed as of today, Tuesday, June 20th, 2023. Hunter Biden, age 53, might appear in court to enter uh, a plea on that. Any proposed deal I'm reading now, any proposed deal would have to be approved by a federal judge. It's not immediately clear as to whether or not Hunter Biden might appear in court to enter his guilty plea. Alrighty. Alrighty. Here we are in the evergreen. Hunter Biden appears to have ducked other possible charges, including money laundering, bribery, and human trafficking as part of a plea deal. He entered into the federal prosecutors. That is likely to result in him serving zilch in the way of jail time. The president's 53-year-old son will plead guilty to two misdemeanor counts of failing to pay his federal income taxes on at least three million uh, on at least three million he earned from overseas business dealings. And there you go. Well, look, man, he had all these weird overseas business dealings. I mean, he got fucking and he got fucking found guilty of not paying taxes on this weird money he got from overseas business dealings. Oh yeah, well, what, what was weird about it? That he was the head of. He was on this oil company. What oil? Bro, look, that's the overseas business he was on. Like, just look, like, it's the finer details. You know what I mean, folks? Make him search. Make him work for it. Make him struggle to prove you wrong. It's always like, you know. 
to pay anyway the 53 year old plead guilty to two misdemeanor counts of failing to pay his federal income taxes on at least three million he earned from his overseas business dealings and he will participate in a are you ready pre-trial <laughs> diversion arrangement really for a felony firearm charge after he lied about his drug use on a on a gun purchasing form in 2018 I always want to say 2018. I know it's right, but we should really be saying that. Anyway, however, court filings revealing the deal, uh, the deal make no mention. The deals make no mention, New York Post. See what I mean? Of more serious charges, Hunter Laptop indicates he exposed himself to unregistered foreign, as an unregistered foreign agent. How like, uh, Hunter likely violated the Foreign Agents Restri- uh, the Foreign Agents Registration Act, FARA. Is that like a super fucking old, old ass thing from like forever that no one, no one actually uh, enforces? Full disclosure: I'm not gonna sit here and blow smoke up your ass like I had a lot of like I had any real pre knowledge of what FARA is. I have heard I've heard it talked about recently. Mostly on Twitter and a few, uh, you know, like, you know, law and crime articles by Dan Abrams type deals. So, okay. Farah fosters transparency by requiring that persons who engage in specified activities within the United States on behalf of a foreign principal register with the register and disclose those activities to the Department of Justice. The Department of Justice is required to make such information publicly available. Now, here's the real kicker to that. If they're here working on behalf of another country for, like, sketchy, evil purposes, why would they register with you? Why would they not just do what they were doing in the hopes they don't get caught? Again, all these laws and registrations really just make it easy for the bad guys to really skirt under the fucking law. Meanwhile, the people who actually commit the crimes just fucking skip, jump, and hop out of fucking prisons. Now, while uh, negotiating lucrative business deals with entities in China, Mexico, Romania, Russia, and Ukraine... During and after Joe Biden's tenure as vice president, with George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley last year calling the evidence, quote, unassailable and undeniable. Well, yeah. Again, these are little, like, I don't know, man. He has so many of these weird business dealings in Ukraine and Russia. This is kind of weird, man. Well, well, no, he didn't. I don't know. That's what this indictment said. He he admitted to it. He admitted to you know not paying taxes on all his money. Now there's a lot of stuff with these businesses, and there are other court cases still going on right now. So keep that in mind. This isn't the only one. This unfortunately is the results of one of the big ones going on right now. But it's not the only one in the systems. But again, really curb your enthusiasm with what you can expect here. And just use it as fodder. If you think there's no point in voting, you know, I'm not entirely disagreeing with you. But still, there's a lot of people who are really passionate about it. So, you know, if they're one of those copers who are like, well, you know, the fucking the Bidens are the greatest family ever. Use this. Get under their skin with it. Just really make them rage, you know. I've been doing that because a lot of people have already gone to like, like <laughs> well, he's walking, man. That Did you get everything you want? I'm like, no. But, you know, at least we know it is confirmed that he didn't have overseas business dealings. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, well, you know, that's what it says. No, it doesn't. And then they waddle away. They read a little article. And then you don't see them again. 
It's nice. It's 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 nice. I like it. Moving on. Look at this cheesing motherfucker. I like him. He gives me he gives off uh you know Goodfellas vibes. Not in like the great way, but like in the sleazy, he's actually the rat kind of way. You do realize Goodfellas is, is all is the story of a rat, right? Like a fucking snitch. A lot of people really uh, relate to that character. Anyway, the then second son visited his father at least 30 times at the Obama White House and at Joe Biden's Delaware home, often within days of meeting with foreign nationals according to schedules found on his abandoned laptop. Others, other emails from the laptop show Hunter Biden may have passed along funding requests to then-Vice President Joe Biden from the Crown Prince of Yugoslavia and the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, or Serbia, my apologies, as well as peddled access to his inf- uh, influential father to cash in on one construction contract in Colombia. Man, I uh, wonder what kind of uh, business dealings Hunter may have been doing over there in Colombia. You know. Hey, but look, between cocaine and coffee, Colombia just wants to make sure you get to work on time. Quote, If Hunter Hunter relayed the request for U.S. government assistance, then that would be a a FARA registratable event. Craig Engel a FARA expert and head of the political law practice at Errant Fox, Sh- Errant Fox Schiff told The Post in July 2022. Again, you can label it all you want. Again, like I said, the best you can hope for is for this to confirm some shit for you. And maybe there is some chance that he you know, faces some fine, gets some jail time. But again, with the weak, overwhelming uniparty role you got... You're just not going to get much. Kind of like how censoring Shift was like, well, we can censure him, give him a $60 million fine. Oh, we're going to do neither? Okay. Like, come on. Come on. The department, uh, the Justice Department sentenced Paul Manafort, Donald Trump's former 2016 campaign chairman, to 16 months in 2018 for FARA violations stemming from his own work in Ukraine, as well as 30 months more for tax and bank fraud and witness tampering. Again, I have to look... I, I uh, don't know why I said again. I have to look into that. I'm not familiar with those particular charges. But again, they're worth looking into. I recommend you guys look into them yourselves. The improper lobbying accusations also extend to Hunter's work as a board member for Burisma Holdings as a Ukrainian natural gas company where he earned $1 million annually. The House Oversight Committee is probing claims from an FBI informant who alleged Hunter and Joe Biden each received $5 million, uh, a $5 million bribe to help Burisma's owner evade a corruption investigation of his own. See? Again, a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's over. It's not over. Look, hey, call me a coper if you want. Call me a... I, I know I use that word a lot lately. It's my favorite fucking word. Some people really like it. Some people are really mad about it. Uh, it's my flavor of the week right now. Anyway, deal with it. Now, I don't know. I really don't think, uh, it, again, a lot of people are like, well, it's over. How? There's a lot of other lawsuits and probes and investigations going on right now. Not just on a federal level, but also on a state level as well with him. So, sure, right now he's getting, he's not even getting slaps on the wrist. But this is one specific thing led by a lot of uni party members. 
So that's fine. We got the results we fucking expected, and even better. Look, hey, look, he admitted that a lot of the shit's true, and he got a plea deal for it. So we know there's corporate business dealings overseas, and he wants to pay taxes on it, you know. Well, blah, blah, blah. And just look at him and say, well, hey, look, they got Al Capone on tax evasion. It's an age-old saying, and it applies more than ever right here. Again, let them be angry. Money laundering. Moving on. The committee has also combed through bank records and found evidence that at least nine Biden family members received payouts from million-dollar deals that Hunter inked that Hunter inked in China and Romania. One on the eve of the 2020 election, Hunter's former business partner Todd Bobble, or Tony Bobolinsky, my apologies, alleged that he had evidence of the one-time associate's money laundering and he would hand over evidence from cell phone from his cell phones to the FBI. Quote, Hunter Biden is getting away with a slap on the wrist when growing evidence uncovered by the House Oversight Committee reveals the Bidens engaged in a pattern of corruption, influence peddling, and possibly bribery. Oversight Panel Chair James Comer, Republican from Kentucky, said in a statement on Tuesday, <laughs> quote, These charges against Hunter Biden and sweetheart plea deal have no impact on the Oversight Committee's investigations. Investigation. Correction. Uh, moving on. Soliciting uh, solic solicitation of prostitution and sex trafficking. Other members of the committee, including Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene, a Republican from Georgia, and Rep. Nancy Mace, a Republican from South Carolina, I'm not familiar with her actually, have said Treasury, Depart said Treasury Department records also show Hunter's profit flowed to human uh, flowed to human trafficking rings in the U.S., Russia, and Ukraine. The first son reportedly. Uh, cavorted with Eastern European prostitutes according to suspicious activity reports viewed by the congresswoman and photo evidence of Hunter Biden's uh, abandoned laptop. Yeah, that's where it all comes back down to. Something you can look into as your own homework if you want. Hunter Biden thinks he has a tiny dick and he has like severe insecurities about it. Like it causes him to you know, do a lot of damage to his own body uh, in response to it. You know, just a little, a little ditty to go looking into. You know, he does have a Twitter account. I'm not advocating harassment. Don't do that. Don't do that. But if you were to, like, post information about the first son, information that's already publicly available, already out there, pretty readily accessible, you know, the shit he put in his laptop and posted all over social media, that kind of stuff. It doesn't hurt if you're like, hey, Hunter, why did you say this, man? You, you know, just... I'm just saying, Hunter Biden needs a lot of love and support, guys. He could use you to go, you know, add him on Twitter and say, hey, nice cock. You know, I'm, I'm just, don't harass him. He needs the boys to support and encourage him. You know, completely harmless, absolutely legal. Hunter Biden, I believe in you. Nice cock, bud. Quote the DOT. <laughs> That's a sound clip from this fucking show. The DOJ proved today that they are not serious about holding the Biden family accountable for crimes that they have that have been committed. No shit. Mace told the Post, quote, This indictment of Hunter is just a slap on the wrist. This is a sweet deal for him on a nothing burger tax charge and federal gun charges. When, in fact, we have seen evidence of racketeering uh, Rick Rico, R-I-C-O, money laundering, bribery, prostitution rings, you name it, and they have yet to charge him 
five, six, or seven years later. Quote, we do believe the House Committee over the House Oversight Committee will refer charges on other illegal doings by Hunter Biden by other members of the Biden family and maybe even the current president, he added. The office of Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss announced the charges but added that it was, quote, its investigation is ongoing. However, Cornell Law Professor Robert Hockett told the Post Tuesday that that, that statement amounted to a prosecutorial formality. Quote, my guess would be that they have continued to probe just to sort of make sure they've gotten all the loose ends already captured and tied up. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But whether they, find, whether they will find more doesn't seem to be highly likely. Certainly new charges could be brought, but they would have to be brought on the basis of new evidence. Hockett, Hockett added, quote, once a judge approves the deal and it's finalized, then no additional charges can be brought later on the basis of evidentiary record that we currently have. Now, folks, what an unfortunate turn of events, right? Alright, folks, watch your eyes in 3, 2, 1. Alright, let's go check out the comments, shall we? Oh, here we go. Flaxseed oil. Ooh, that's terrible for you, says... Martha Stewart famously spent time in federal prison for insider trading and tax evasion. Stewart was forced to pay $220,000 in back taxes and penalties to the state of New York. Well, only that, think about Lil Wayne, man. Tons of other artists and rappers got fucked on much less char on much less severe charges. And even the exact same charges, and they got like a fucking hard, whole book thrown at him situation. Stewart, uh, John Smith... I wonder who he is. Says Stewart spent time in prison for obstructing obstruction of justice for lying during an investigation like Trump has been doing and not Hunter. Right. She was not charged with insider trading. Uh, Dezema, Dezema says yes, and she's another one who should have taken a plea early on. Yeah, honestly. Again, if, you know, tax evasion... You know, don't do it. But I am sympathetic towards the uh, towards the uh, sense there. Anyway, Sierra Bacara, Bacaria. There's a difference in using every detail of the IRC to your favor compared to tax avoidance and fraud, as Hunter has done. Michael McDaniel's says, "You're an you're an obstruction of justice, unlike Trump." With a uh, I. An emoji that apparently my computer can't do, and a, uh, you know, a, 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 a jabby pokey thing. Oh, please, 419 says, she went for inside trading. Or she also went for inside trading. And the last our last comment on this particular episode is, Geraldine uh, Krawitz? BLM, Biden, Black Lives Matter. That's all. No jail, no bail. Steal from stores, taxpayers, that's okay. Our government is so corrupt, so, like all the banana republics they used to talk about, now it's the United States. A total failure. And it's good that someone like you knows so much about the law and so little about honesty. Woo! I think that's a nice comment to leave it on. Alright, folks. Uh, we do have a couple more episodes coming out about this today. I will 
try to get a couple more episodes cranked out. Uh, I go back to work. My so I'm gonna try and go back to work a little bit, pick up some shifts here and there. I'm still recovering from this broken foot, but to the point where you know I'm gonna go back, uh, wrap my foot up, and go from there. All right, folks. So I shall try to get as much content out as possible, but no promises. And I shall talk to you later. Deuce. Towers, he said he was doing it before he hit the ground floor. Remember what he said? He said, I'm going to take on those rapist Mexicans. Then <laughs> he said, No, that this, there's never been a president. That's a lie, Joe. There's never been a president. That's a lie. Oh, it is a lie. Yeah. And it was your son in the Ukraine. billion dollars to cancel a foreign relations son of a bitch he got fired right <laughs> i tell you what man